Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. You are now listening to the Molten Fantasy Sports Podcast. Yes, g'day guys. Welcome back to the Molten Fantasy Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Brain, the Super Coach Brain. And uh, we're up to the second week now of what we'll call pre-drinks, which is, uh, I think we're about an hour and 20 minutes away from game one. So I thought, why not hop on, have a chat with the uh, Supercoach community and uh, I guess an- give it an opportunity to answer some questions, have a little bit of a chat about final trades, captain's choices, uh, and a few other interesting stats I thought I'd share to, to make everybody feel a little bit better if you didn't go with Nico Hines last week, which I didn't. Um, it- it's been one of those weeks, I think, as well, where... We've been tossing and turning around our trades. If you didn't start with Nico Hines, where are you going this week? Um, you know, are you picking up Nico Hines and just swallowing your pride? Are you going in a different direction, looking to pick him up after the buy? There's a, a lot of questions here, uh, so I'll try and give everybody a little bit of a, I guess, a, a, an insight, I guess, uh, about my thought process on that. Because when if you if you watch the Tuesday Tinless Tuesday episode for Moulton you would have noticed that I was pretty set on bringing Nico in and I'm not so sure anymore. In fact, I don't think I'll bring him in this week. I think I'll wait until round seven. So plenty to touch on. Um, Obviously, we can't do this without our sponsors, the standard squeeze. Um, I've got my four-in-one right here. I've got a beer in it tonight, so you can actually use it as a bit of a stubby holder, can holder, beer holder. You can also use it as a bit of a thermos as well if you want to have your coffee in it in the morning. Uh, and you can chuck a tin in, in the afternoon. Happy days. It's a it's a quality product. And obviously, I've got my standard squeeze bottles in the back there that gives you the perfect pour as well. So go on to the standardsqueeze.com, guys, and use the code MOLTON15 if you want. And, um, and you'll get yourself 15% off at checkout. Definitely won't regret that. And um, before we move into the content, I'll quickly throw over to our sponsors over at Snap Fitness. Are you looking to make good on that New Year's resolution? Finding it hard to get into the gym due to not having anyone to look after the kids? Head on in and see Mark, Emma and the team at Snap Fitness Bendigo and Epsom for all your fitness needs. Both Epsom and Bendigo locations offer free child minding, which gives you the chance to head on in, get a workout done without worrying about the kids. All staff have working with children's checks and are super helpful with whatever your children need. 
Snap Fitness also offers a wide variety of classes such as strength and reformer Pilates, Tabata, strength classes, as well as one-on-one PT sessions. So head on in and say good day to the guys at either gym and tell them the Molten Boys sent you. Thanks to Mark, Emma, and the team at Snap Fitness. Great people. And if you're in country Victoria, out in Bendigo or Epsom, definitely head in, hit the guys up. They'll look after you if you're looking to work on your fitness or you're just looking to get a bit jacked, you know, for, for winter. Get that get that extra coat on. Um, guys, before we jump in, obviously, uh, drop some comments. Let us know if you have any questions. Uh, I've got a couple of questions, I think, to answer on Twitter as well that we'll cover throughout the show. But, yeah, drop the comments in. Let us know what your thoughts are for your trades this week. We've already got a couple of questions centered around Josh Schuster. So um, just so everybody's aware, Josh Schuster hasn't been named this uh this week which is a bit of a kick in the dick to everybody who went a little bit early on him so if you're one of those people commiserations for going early on schuster um you won't unfortunately get your price rise this week but there's a good chance he's back next week um i think uh brew jim's asked uh he hopes schuster only has a niggling injury so it's only a quad cork for anybody not aware um so it looks like he should be good to go next week usually those things don't hang around too long uh, but corks can be quite uh, limiting performance-wise. So definitely worth keeping an eye on Schuster there, but he should be back next week based on all things we've heard. So, all right, let's dig in. Let's get stuck into the content. Um, guys, so pre-drinks for round five. I, what I wanted to do is put together, I guess, the most popular trades and the trade-in and trade-out options just right at the last minute because obviously everybody's probably done all their trades by now. Uh, I don't know if you have. I, I have. Um, and I'll talk through mine at the end and I'll show you what my team looks like for round five and, and everything like that. Um, but it looks like obviously Nico Hines is at the center of the majority of the trades this week, which I, I completely understand why people are going to Nico based on that fear factor of, is he going to get 180 again? Is he going to get 150? Is he going to get 130? Can I captain him? Uh, am I going to miss out? That fear of missing out is, is seriously real this week with Nico Hines, I think. Uh, I'll show you my perspective on it very soon. So, Nico, if people are going Cam Murray, Tohu Harris, uh, Adam Dewey, Ruben Cotter, Adam Reynolds, they, these guys are all coming out for Nico Hines. People, it's funny that Adam, uh, sorry, Adam Dwayhee or Dewey uh, to or to Josh Schuster is one of the, the third most popular trade this week, which I'm really surprised about considering Schuster's been out. He's not named. I think maybe people are just trying to free up the cash, but. I would say that people are obviously getting Schuster in at 5'8", which means that you probably have to play Isaiah Katoa this week. I don't I don't know whether that's a good option at all. I think, um, I mean, he could be good this week against the Dragons. Don't get me wrong. I think Katoa's got a real opportunity to stand up for this, this Dolphins team this week. So um, there's worse weeks to pick Katoa to play in. You're 17, but I don't know whether I feel comfortable relying on a Schuster-Katoa combo at 5'8", unless you've got plans over the next two weeks to bring somebody else in like a deal bags or someone like that. So um, it looks like Payne Haas has made it in to the top 10 trades. So Cotter to Haas seems a very popular one. I've gone in a bit of a different direction this week. So I'll talk about that. But all the trade outs seem pretty much no brainers. The Adam Dewey to Jonah Pezzett is a bit of a puzzling one for me, considering that Pezzett's got one week, right? He's got one more week to go. Uh, obviously Jerome Hughes comes straight back into this team, into the halfback position. But does that mean that Pezzett then drops back to the bench? Or does that mean Pezzett drops out of the side completely? I mean, I'd probably argue that Pezzett's done enough in the first three to four weeks that he's played to show us that he can play a utility role off the bench. But, I mean, are they going to play him in centre or the wing? I mean, 
you know, Harry Grant doesn't necessarily need somebody to come and, and cover him. And they've been using Bronson Garlic a fair bit off the bench as that hooker cover. But Harry Grant's been playing 80 minutes more often than not. So I'm, I'm struggling to understand why people are bringing in Jonah Pezzett this week. I don't, I don't think it's a good option. I don't think it's a downgrade option. Obviously, people are trying to free up the cash to go to Nico Hines. And I understand that. But ripping your team apart and leaving yourself very vulnerable in one position, whether it's 5'8", whether it's your reserve half, it is is recipes for disaster. So not a fan of the peasant move. Um, guys, keep dropping comments. Let me know uh, whether you have any questions. I'll cover them as we go. Now, obviously, Nico Hines, the most traded in player this week. Um, so 25,000 super coaches, 15% of trades are all to bring Nico Hines in. Yep, fair call. Uh, Jackson Ford seems to be the second at 12,000. So about half of the amount of trades, Jackson Ford. Uh, compared to Nico Hines. Then we've got Pezzett, 10,000 people bringing in Pezzett. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. But, hey, each to their own. Maybe it'll split up the competition a bit. Um, I understand he'll probably make 100K, but, I mean, like, you can easily lose as much as he gains very quickly when he goes back to the bench. 8,000 people still bringing in Josh Schuster this week. Um, I think that's probably out of desperation, thinking that you can probably just free up the cash for Nico. Um, also not a fan of going on Schuster this week. If you didn't, if you didn't get Schuster last week, I don't see the point in going this week when he's not playing. You might have to, I honestly, I prefer Pezzett than, than Schuster. Uh, obviously they play a different position, but you've got the jewel in Isaiah Katoa to play around with there to, to mix up positions. So would definitely prefer that, but yeah, Schuster, if you can wait until next week and slot him in as a downgrade in your two RF. That's what I would be doing with Schuster. Payne Haas, yep, happy with that. I'm not going with Payne Haas. I'm going with another front row forward as an upgrade to Cotter. I'll talk about soon, and I'll explain why. Uh, Reese Walsh still coming in, 656,000. He'll be 700K next week. He's, he's looking quality, isn't he? And they're playing the Tigers this week. So, honestly, Reese Walsh could score anywhere upwards of 100 uh, this week. Uh, Zach Hosking, people are going early on Zach Hosking, 458k, nearly 5,000 super coaches bringing in Zach Hosking. Um, I mean, we've heard through the grapevine or through the week that Ivan Cleary has mentioned that, uh, Luke Garner has some, uh, has some niggles or injuries. Um, it's a rib cartilage injury by the sounds of things, which can be quite limiting performance wise. So we need to keep in mind. So I'm not quite sure whether he just misses this week or whether he'll miss future weeks as well, but does that mean there's a bit of risk there that Hosking maybe doesn't continue to keep that position? I'd say he probably did enough last week to show that he he deserves an 80-minute edge roll, but is he going to get that straight away in his first game back from New South Wales Cup? Don't know. I'm not sure. Not confident enough to go early on him this week. I'll wait until next week and see what this week looks like and, and whether Garner is named next week as well. I think that's worth, worth looking at. Ruben Garrick, number eight most traded in player this week. 3,300 people have brought him in. Uh, number nine, Eliezer Katoa, just a little bit less than Garrick. He's at 576K. I don't think you've missed the boat on him, but I think you're close. So I, I'd, I'd argue that maybe this is the last week you probably want to get him before he gets into the kind of early to mid 600s and, and he becomes there, there becomes some second better options to him, like a Hosking. Uh, and Lockie Miller now taking the goal kicking up from last week. So I'm, I'm a big fan of Lockie Miller. He's shown us this year that doesn't matter if Pong is playing or not. He's going to grab the game by the balls and, and do his work. So a little bit of, like I said on Tuesday, Teddy 2.0 about Lachlan Miller. So 670K, you're praying a premium for him. But if, you, if you're if you confident that he can continue the form that he's in, all for it. Most traded out, Cam Murray, 6,400. There's a bit of dispute on Twitter about this one. I, I'm not quite sure whether people are 
all aboard the Cellcare Murray train. I am. Um, I, I feel like passing before the line and playing that link man role. He's, he's playing. He's making a lot of tackles, but the concern for the for me is that he's only taking about six or seven runs a game. So not a, not a huge fan of that. And he's going to bleed some cash this week and probably next week. Uh, Adam, Adam, people are going on Adam Dewey. I don't know whether I want. I'm not going on Adam Dewey. I'm not trading him out. I'll keep him there. I think the longer that he plays, the better he'll get at fullback as well. Uh, it seems like Tim Sheens is pretty set on Dewey playing fullback potentially for the rest of the year. But God knows what Tim Sheens is going to do. The bloke's all over the shop. Um, Sam Walker, people are trading him to Nico. That that's a no brainer at six hundred and fourteen thousand. Um, Tanner Boyd goes out as well. Luke Garner, yeah, they, these are all pretty stock standard options. Ruben Cotter's not playing this week. Tohu Harris has been named for the Warriors. So the, the worst thing about this one is that he plays the end of the end of the weekend. So he plays on Sunday. You've got to wait all the way to Sunday to decide whether you want to go to him. But I guess the option that we have with Tohu Harris is you could potentially go down to Jackson Ford, who plays on the same team. Uh, so if you've got him in the two RF or you've got a jewel there, you've got that option to go down to Jackson Ford. So that might be the only play or go down to a Bulldogs player. Um, I mean, surely everybody has Preston right now. They'd have to. So uh, Trindle, people are trading out Trindle. Honestly, I'd probably even just hold Trindle for a week unless he's your ticket to Nico Hines because he steps on the field and probably makes you 20 or 30K. Just sell him next week. Um, Adam Reynolds goes up to Nico Hines and obviously Latrell Mitchell. Uh, I don't know whether I'm on the sell Latrell Mitchell train anymore. Uh, I was on Tuesday, but the more that I look at his stats, I think he steps up in big games and they've got Melbourne this week. That That's a monster game and they're playing at home. So... I think Latrell could honestly have a massive game this weekend. Uh, he always seems to just kind of step up out of nowhere, this guy. And, you know, if he has a few quiet games, people get into get stick into him a little bit in the media. And then he goes, well, screw you, blokes. I'm, I'm going to show you what I'm about. So, yeah, that's a that's a gutsy one, Latrell. And, I mean, if you're going Latrell down to Reese Walsh, I'd probably advise against that to chase cash because I think, honestly, Latrell could score upwards of 100 this week. Uh, the Storm just aren't who they used to be. Um, all right, so captains, captains, popular captains for this week. Um, guys, Nico Hines, captain, everybody that's bringing him in is captaining him. It kind of makes sense. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't get him this week if you didn't believe that he was captain worthy. Tommy Turbo becomes the second most popular captain at 18.2%. Harry Grant, 8%. Uh, Nathan Cleary, 7%. Reese Walsh, 5.5%. I understand the Walsh pick. And I'm all for Nathan Cleary. I mean, going straight C on a Friday night game is big balls. And you probably got your VC on a Parramatta player tonight um, or a Roosters player like Teddy or something like that. Um, I, I don't see Tedesco in the top seven VC options this week, but I see Jermaine Hopgood in there. So maybe that's probably the play for a lot of people that are captaining Nathan Cleary. Um, and then we've got Payne Haas and Ruben Garrick as well that round out the six and seven for top captain options for this week vice captain um tommy turbo very very popular vice captain option for people that are obviously going with nico hines as their captain nathan cleary also a very popular vice captain option and that's as you can see on the screen that's what i'm doing this week i'm going vice captain nathan cleary captain tommy trebojevic as you can see i don't have nico hines in my team at this point um and i'm bloody scared about it let me tell you i am very very worried that I could see two weeks in a row where Nico Hines just puts me to the sword and gets 150 and I end up uh, 330, 660 points behind those people that captain him. So that that is a real risk this week if you're not going with Nico. But um, logically for me, I just can't justify 
going with a guy for one week, even if he scores 120 this week, the reality is that the other person that I'm getting, I could easily uh, match 120 over two weeks with this player. So that, that's my thinking there, and I'll grab him in round seven. That's an automatic lock for me. I'm going to make sure I have the cash for Nico Hines round seven before his price rise. Imagine getting a bloke at 902K that you could get and still make cash. He could end up over a million bucks after his price rise. All right, moving on. So um, let's talk about the Nico Hines and Ruben Garrick because that, that's pretty much the, the main question this week is Nico Hines versus Ruben Garrick. Who do I get? You know, some people are going with Ruben Garrick. Um, he's been a big center wing target, CTW target for the last couple of weeks. People wanted him in for a very long time and they've, they've held off. Obviously, Manly had the buy-in round two, so a lot of people moved a little bit later on Ruben. Um, and for those of you that went on Nico Hines last week, full credit to you. You've, you've absolutely nailed it, smashed it out of the park with that. For those of you going this week, the one thing to consider is you get this week's score against the Warriors, which honestly could be anything. He could he could go out and get 150. The last time he played at Points Bet Stadium against the Warriors, he scored 185. So I'm very concerned. But the logic, I mean, my surname is Brain. I can't. I can't go into super coach with emotion. I just can't do it to myself. I need to be logical. A lot of the reasons and the decisions that I make around super coach come from statistics and they come from logic. Um, so chasing Nico based on emotion just doesn't make sense to me. So that's why I've changed my mind a little bit throughout this week. So Nico Hines, let's just say he gets 150, oh, sorry, 120 this week. Next week, he's got to buy. You're getting zero from him. Yeah, and you're getting a guy that's 900K sitting on your bench. So what happens if you go Ruben Garrick at 748K, I think he is this week, sorry, 770. Um, you've got an extra 130K there to play around with for another upgrade that will probably better your team as opposed to getting Nico and ripping your team apart. So going Ruben Garrick meant that I could keep Reed Marnie this week. He's probably locked in to get me 60 as a, as a worst case score, 50 maybe. Um, so I can get Ruben Garrick and I can also keep Reed Marnie as one of my reserves um, as opposed to going with Nico Hines this week. Um, so let's just say Ruben Garrick in round five, he's versing the Knights, mind you, which is what was another really big decision for me is, is do I, you know, who do I go with instead of Nico? And, and that Knights matchup against Greg Marju's wing is probably the juiciest matchup of the weekend, especially for a, a quality finisher like Ruben Garrick and a team like Manly that are on fire at the moment. So um, Ruben Garrick, round five versus the Knights, he gets 100. Round six versus Panthers, let's say he gets 60, right? There's 160. You're 40 points ahead, right? And then also, you're 40 points ahead just when we look at Nico versus Garrick, but then you add that extra player or that extra upgraded player that you could have had with the extra 130K difference between Ruben Garrick and Nico Hines. So you need to also remember that anybody that's getting Nico captains in this week, so even if he gets 100, they get 200 points from him. You've also got an opportunity to captain two other players over the next two weeks that could be a pod opportunity for you against Nico. So... It's not just as simple as looking at Nico Hines versus Ruben Garrick this week. There's a lot more to it. You're looking at Nico Hines versus Ruben Garrick and another captain option and then another upgraded player. So something to consider for those of you that are that are looking at Nico, that have jumped on Nico early. Um, I completely understand that the fear factor is there. It's a big FOMO week for everybody who don't have Nico. I was sitting in exactly the same boat on Tuesday night, but I flipped a little bit and I'm going to go with Ruben Garrick. So I wanted to actually give everybody a little bit of an understanding on just how close this competition is. Because, I mean, when you look at yourself, I'm sitting at 29,800 or something like that in the rankings, right, which is pretty ordinary. But I was sitting in a very similar spot last year. But 
Let's have a look at the first place. They've got 4,946 points, right? So uh, first place, they're well ahead. They're doing pretty well. Um, then we look at top 1,000. So the person in the 1,000th or 1,001 place, Tony from Lucky Bay, uh, he's on 4,544. So he's 400 points behind first place there. Um, hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The difference between where I'm sitting at at 4,184 to 4,544, I am honestly only about 360 points away from top 1,000. So you can go from 30,000th to top 1,000 this week if you find a really good pod captain choice. Everyone's going turbo. If you've got the balls to go Garrick this week and he goes large and gets 130 and Nico gets 70, you could honestly find a pretty big gap. There's a 200-point gap right there, um, just playing it like that. So, uh, And then, obviously, when we look at the top 5,000, I'm only about 220 points out of the top 5,000, and I'm only 160 points away from the top 10,000. So that's just how close this competition is at the moment. We're only in round five, guys. It's not round 22. There's no need to panic about your rankings because you will climb up the ranks very quickly with a few good captaincy choices. And obviously, if you're building bank and you're building up your team quality, you're building up some upgrades, some of those cash cows that are fattening up and you're moving them to the premium options, you're going to be in a great spot. And just remember, the buys are very tough to navigate this year. So those teams that have gone really hard early on and are going to go really hard on trades and boosts might find themselves in a pretty tough position when we get to round 13 and we've got about seven rounds worth of buys to contend with and state of origin and restings and everything else. So um, very, very interesting stats there. I actually didn't realize how close I was, but worth keeping in mind for anybody who's panicking about where they're at right now, there's plenty of time left to play catch up to those people that went hard early. So this is how I'm looking this week, guys. I've gone Ruben Cotter out, Maradani Kore out and Hamiso Tabuai Fado. So those three come out for me. I was a bit apprehensive about trading out Hamiso because they've got the Dragons as a matchup this week, and I really like that matchup for him. Uh, but I could not turn down the opportunity to get Joseph Tarpany, Jackson Ford, and Ruben Garrick this week. So I've gone in a different direction. I haven't gone Nico. So instead of going with Reed Marnie to Nico Hines this week, I've gone with Hamiso Tabuai Fado to Ruben Garrick. So I feel like that's going to be a little bit left field. I feel like people aren't going to be doing that move too much. But honestly, I can't. I don't want to rip my team apart, drop a guy like Reed Marnie who could score well this week against the Warriors. I don't, I don't want to rip my team apart like that and trade a premium player to get Nico in when next week I'm going to be sitting with one less premium player in my squad and a guy that costs 900K on the bench. 
So that's as simple as it is. I've got 60K left in the bank. Next week, I want to get Dylan Brown if I can find the cash for a downgrade. And then the week after, I'll make sure I have enough cash to get uh, my boy Nico because you can't pass on him in round seven. He should be 100% owned in round seven. Simple as that. So uh, my team, guys, obviously got Harry Grant and Reed Marnie up top at hooker. Uh, Reed Marnie's got the reserve on him. I've got Tarpany in this week with Christian Welch, Stefanu, Utuikamanu as a reserve. Um, a lot of players, a lot of people, a lot of super coaches have uh, a lot of Titans players in their team. They might have Tanner Boyd. They might have David Fafida. They've got um, Alofiana Camparera. So they, you're sitting pr- pretty tricky, I guess, finding some good quality four bench reserves this week. So um, had to reserve Stefano this week, which I'm fine with. I'm completely fine with that. He'll probably get me 40 to 50, which is fine. Jermaine Hopgood, Wilton, and Jackson Ford in the second row with Jacob Preston getting a reserve in the 2RF. Nathan Cleary as vice captain this week. I honestly think that Nathan Cleary could go massive Friday night against the Raiders. Last, uh, He averages 83 against the Raiders in his career. And uh, the Raiders without Jack Whiten could be a complete disaster. I think it could be quite tricky for them to keep up with the Panthers. And it's only a matter of time before the Panthers come good. So I'm feeling Cleary for a bit of a bounce back. People are writing him off. People are trading him out. He's averaging 56. Definitely not what you paid for, but... He's very, very due. So I'm back on that. Adam Dewey in at the 5'8". I'm not using a half or a 5'8 reserve this week. Isaiah Katara, as much as I like the matchup, um, much better options in my squad right now. My center wing's actually looking pretty good. Now that I brought Ruben Garrick in, I've got Garrick, Karaz, Holmes, and Taruva playing this week. I think Taruva could have a really good game against the Raiders as well, that right edge uh, defense. So uh, that's my center wing. And then I've got the captain on Tommy Trebojevic, and I've got Reese Walsh as my fourth reserve. So that's how I'm looking this week. I'm actually really liking my team. And I think what we'll do moving forward next week is I'll probably find a downgrade to get Schuster in. I will need to generate some cash next week. So there's a potential that I could trade Teague Wilton out next week. He's done a job for me. I could go down to a guy like Schuster and free up about 300K. And then that'd allow me to go Dewey up to Dylan Brown against the West Tigers next week. And then the week after that, I could downgrade a... uh, cash cow or I could I'm actually not quite sure what how I'll play that really but I could downgrade a Christian Welch to um Tino's brother from the Titans uh Isaac Farsal Maliawi so that, that's an option as well just depending on how Christian Welch goes this week so I've I've got options to find the cash for Nico it's just a more a matter of how I play it so that's me moving forward and lastly squeeze of the week squeeze of the week this week for a, to win a combo pack from the standard squeeze. Um, so that's one of these bad boys. So you get three in them uh, to get yourself the perfect shot. So all you do is just squeeze it and it pops the, the spirit straight up into the top of the chamber. So you get a combo pack. Every single week we're doing a squeeze of the week as well. So worth noting here, squeeze of the week this week is to pick the over-under on these four players. Tommy Turbo over-under 86. Nico Hines over-under 100. Nathan Cleary over under 84 and Payne Haas over under 78. So if you get all four of them right and we have a tie and a lot of people get all four of those correct, then uh, we'll be going with the person that posts the quickest. So make sure to keep an eye on our Facebook and our Instagram and our Twitter. Uh, all that post, exactly what you're looking at right now, is going to go straight onto those pages very soon after I hop off here. So the quicker you get your guesses in for over under uh, on these guys, the better chance you're going to have to go in the running to win the standard squeeze combo pack courtesy of the standard squeeze good blokes over there as well ash sutton and the boys over there are quality and and we thank them for supporting the podcast uh 
man, this solo, this solo podcasting, I tell you, it's, it's tough. Tough work. Looking forward to Maddie coming back. I'm sure everybody's looking forward to Maddie coming back for the comedic relief as well. Um, all right. So let's answer some questions. I see a few questions coming in the chat. So really good opportunity now, guys, to get your questions in if you have any, and I'll start working my way through them. Uh, Harry Taylor Byrne is asking, last two reserves between Alamotti, Utuikamanu, Zaya, Katoa, Preston, and Ford. I would be saying Preston and Ford, mate. Um, so Jacob Preston, he's looking like he's getting 80 minutes on that right edge. Uh, I really like Jacob Preston this year and against the Warriors, against their left edge defense. I mean, he's going to be running at Jackson Ford. Um, so that could be interesting. And Tamari Martin's out for the Warriors. So uh, he's going to be running at Ronald Volkman on that left edge. So that, that's worth keeping in mind. I think Jacob Preston's a play this week. And I also think Jackson Ford is a play this week as well. So um, I would definitely be going with those two, mate. But again, you can't really go wrong with Stefano either. Um, and Isaiah Katoa, if you're stuck playing him, there could be worse options in your team, I think. So I'm fine with that. Um, pass it to the winger. <laughs> I like it. Uh, thoughts on Milf? Yeah, look, I mean... He's going to get some extended time now, isn't he? He's kind of fallen into a pretty lucky situation with Sean O'Sullivan out with that pec tear. So he's going to be back in about 12 weeks. I want to watch on Milford again. It's his second game. You don't need to go on him early. Get another watch. And obviously, you want to watch him against a bad team and see whether he can do anything. And the Dragons are the worst that you can find uh, this year so far. So let's have a look on Milford this week. I don't know whether you need to go. I don't know whether it's smart to go on Milford this week, this early. You can go next week. Um, so... If he performs this week, again, remember it's the Dragons. I mean, we've shown that in the past five, six years, Milford's been pretty much irrelevant when it comes to Supercoach. So that's something to keep in mind. I'm not not a huge fan on Milford. Uh, Mick Delaney, uh, Mickey Dell, the host of the AFL Molten podcast, has asked, can we wait till next week to bring in Nico or is he a must get this week? You want to wait till the week after, Mick? Uh, he's uh, got a buy next week. And that's, I think, the reason why a lot of people are not going with Nico this week is because of that buy next week. You end up with no points, like I mentioned, and a 900K player on your bench doing nothing for you. So there's a good chance, even if he gets 100 this week, the people that went and faded him are probably going to be in a better position in two weeks' time. Everybody that went last week will be ahead of the game. Anybody who missed last week, you probably did just need to um, swallow swallow your pride, cop it on the chin, and uh, and wait. Well, that's a logical option. Um, I feel like FOMO's pretty real. Uh, Anthony Gridley asks, who to captain, Heinz, Cleary, Turbo, or Garrick? If you've got Nico, you probably need to captain him, don't you, against the Warriors? It could be anything. Warriors at, uh, away from home are definitely a less strong team in comparison, uh, and we know the Sharks are quality at points bet. They're quality at home, so uh, I'd be going with Nico if you have those. I do like Cleary this week as well, though. I would be probably... If I had Hines, I, I originally was going to go Turbo VC, Hines C. I'm going with VC, Cleary, C, Turbo, just because I don't have Hines. I feel like maybe Garrick could be a pod captain option if you've got big enough nuts. Um, that might be, if you, and, and if you don't really care and you just want to shoot up the rankings and find a pod option, Garrick could be the play. Could be the play this week. Uh, Nathan Beaches asks, uh, Nichols to Lemuelu, maybe. Feel like Chance Nickel Clockstud won't have any more price rises. Lemuelu could be a good buy. Yes, I agree. I agree with that. I think Lemuelu is a really good buy this week. I feel like we had a chance to watch again last week and see what that looked like at the Dolphins. But uh, the Dolphins have the Dragons this week. And honestly, if there's a, a week to play your Dolphins players, it's this one. 
Uh, we sh- we saw what Nico did to them last week. They just looked bloody atrocious last week. Those dragons. That that defense was honestly deplorable. So I I would yeah Lemuel Lemuelu is a great option I think this week. And the fact that he's a center wing and he's also been confirmed to be getting dual center wing to RF. Next week by Supercoach HQ, I feel like that's a really good move this week if you don't have any other fires to put out or any other problems. Uh, Tyler Sutherland has asked, got Tohu, Tohu, should I trade or keep? Just depends, mate, how many other problems you have in your team. Um, I know some people that are keeping him and holding him, thinking he's a 50-50 chance. So they've come out, Andrew Webster's come out during the week and said that Tohu Harris is a 50-50 chance to play this weekend, which... I don't like 50-50 chances logically. And, and when we look at the numbers, I don't know whether I'd trust a 50-50 chance to, to play, uh, especially with a guy like Tohu. But we know he's going to be chomping at the bit to get out there. So if you've got other problems and you can actually have maybe a Bulldogs player or another Warriors player in your reserves that you can quickly change the reserve to at the last minute, that might be the play. I would recommend if you're going to keep Tohu to make sure that you have that option to flick that reserve to another bench player uh, so you don't end up with an automatic emergency non-player in your team. So that, that's how I'd play it. Um, Torhu, if you're going to go to someone like Jackson Ford, you can leave that trade right to the last minute. Uh, Sean Clark, I hope Hines has a complete stinker this week. You and me both, mate. You and me both. I, I really I really do hope that he goes sub-70, and I would consider that a stinker, um, especially with the majority of people captaining him that have brought him, the 20-odd thousand super coaches that have brought him in. It would be a pod play, and it is a pod play, to not get Nico Hines this week, which is why I'm doing it. Um, you don't make, you, you don't win super coach and you don't go up the rankings by following the majority. You've got to make decisions based on your gut. You've got to make decisions based on the logic that you've been given and the statistics. And um, that's the direction I'm going this week. So I'm with you, Shawnee. I'm with you. Uh, Harry Taylor Byrne has asked, aren't the Bulldogs playing the Cowboys? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. I got that matchup wrong. Um, regardless, I still like it. 6.15, it's the last game of the week. So Warriors play the Sharks. You are correct. Um, Luke, really considering putting the VC on Teddy and the C on Cleary, even though I have Heinz. Well, I mean, there's a little bit of a blanket rule, super coach-wise, that uh, you never captain or vice-captain a Thursday night game. But again, those people that went uh, on Hopgood in, I think it was round two, uh, were very happy with their Thursday night VC option. So uh, I I think Teddy, I think a stat to know about uh, Teddy against Parramatta is that full back, fullbacks are averaging 90 super coach points a game against Parramatta Eels this season. So uh, they've also, I think there was a statistic that said that they were leaking about seven, I think it was seven tries to fullbacks this season, which is three more tries than any other position against any other team in the comp. So really interesting stat there. I like Teddy as a VC, especially because it's a very pod VC. A lot of people have traded out Teddy. So I'm a big fan of that. If you if you can do that, Luke, I'd be I'd be taking that option personally. I just don't have Tedesco in my team. Andy Chu, uh, hey mate, how are you? Thanks for hopping on. Uh, brought in Nico last week instead of a gun center wing, and now debating between trading Cam Murray to bring in Garrick or trading Jeremiah Nanai to bring in Karaz. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a bit of a tricky one, isn't it? Because I mean, Karaz is up against the Cowboys. They're not that great. They haven't been great all year. Um, Cam Murray, I'm not really liking Cam Murray. If you can do Cam Murray to Garrick, that's my preference, especially with the Knights matchup that Garrick has this week against Greg Marju, who has been known to have a lot of defensive deficiencies. That would be the play for me this week, I think. Yes, Nanai won't play for you and he's suspended and he'll miss a couple of games, but I think Cam Murray down to Garrick is 
the play this week if you can make that happen. And you've already got Nico. And if you've got Nico and Garrick in your team, you are set this week. They're the two most popular kind of players that are debated this week. Um, Minamoto asking, is Jesse Ramian the best center right now? Uh, no. So he scored 120 odd last week and had a great had a great week. I don't know. He's he's definitely not the best center wing. Um, I think center wing wise, you want to get Ruben Garrick in because not only does he have that fullback jewel, you're not going to play him at fullback. You've got the flexibility for trades. Um, but uh, Garrick is the play. If you're going to get anybody this week, Garrick is the play. And then if you don't have Karaz, I'd be trying to get Karaz before he goes over 700 or he's gone over 700 now. So that you might be reaching for Karaz if you don't have him. Uh, and then obviously Val Holmes is starting to drop in price. So the reality is, I mean, the Cowboys still have some half decent matchups. You might be able to pick up, uh, might be able to pick up Valentine Holmes at a bit of a discount. I haven't got his price in front of me right now, but I reckon he'd be what mid 600s. I would say uh, my internet's slow at 667. He is at the moment. He's averaging 61.5 in a team that looks dog shit. So I'm uh, not against people picking up Val Holmes as a little bit of a play. If they, if other people are trading him out, I'd be going against the grain and picking him up because they've still got some really nice games coming up. The Cowboys, as much as they've looked ordinary, they've got the Bulldogs this week. Then they've got the Dolphins, the Warriors, the Newcastle Knights. So up to round eight, the Cowboys are still looking good and they've still got the favorable matchup and Val Holmes should score well still. So he scored three of his games, uh, three of his four games, he scored above 63. So you can't really ask more for a center wing. Uh, so I would be going with those three as the pre three premium center wings this year. Um, as a, And also we've got to keep an eye on Greg Marju as well. I'd probably be looking at Greg, if he doesn't let in four tries this week and get dropped, Greg Marju next week is going to be primed to be able to be picked up at 580K and you'll probably have pretty close to a negative break even. It'll be a little bit of Jason Carraz about it, I think. He'll be one of those guys you need. And then obviously Hosking next week as well, depending on what happens with Luke Garner. So I think that's probably the way to play it. Doesn't look like we have any other questions, guys. And we always wanted to keep these podcasts nice and short. Um, I appreciate everybody hopping on. All the best with this week. Let's hope that we can see some green arrows. And honestly, if you didn't pick up Nico Hines this week like me, let's death ride him on Sunday and let's just hope that he goes sub 100 so that I can sleep on Sunday night. I might not even watch the game, to be completely honest with you. But um, guys, that'll do me. Pre-drinks are done. The game starts in about 30 minutes or 40 minutes or so. We've just had team lists come through. I'll quickly just touch on that very, very quick before. So Joey Manu's still out. Junior Bolo's still out. Uh, it doesn't look like any changes have been made to these lineups. Um, no, so no changes to the Para versus Roosters game tonight. So no no quick changes you need to make for your super coach teams, guys. All the best for the weekend. We'll be back again for the Sunday session uh, after the final game on Sunday to talk about the round five in NRL Supercoach and all things Supercoach from there. I've been your host, Nathan Brain. You've been listening to the Molten Fantasy Sports Podcast. Thanks for hopping on. We'll see you Sunday. Good luck. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.